0: Hey, Bob and Joyce listeners, welcome. Today, we take on the pervasive issue of burnout. Burnout not only in individuals, but also entire teams and organizations. Now, this is once a taboo topic, just suck it up and get back to work. But the pandemic has exposed that it's a real condition that, if left unaddressed, devastates not only the individual performance, but also the performance of teams and entire organizations. Just rethink looking back at the pandemic, about our healthcare professionals. This is a conversation about having all of us as HROD practitioners rethink our responsibilities and obligations to our employees amidst changing priorities and taking on the task of creating processes that reduce stress and increases resilience in the workplace. Enjoy. Hey, Joyce. Hey, Bob. How are you today? I'm pretty darn good. All things considered. Well, good. I have a topic. So I'd like us to jump right in. Okay. I'm ready. I think it's a topic that's near and dear to me and, um, my past corporate life. And, uh, if I were really honest, the last, uh, 14 months and, and that is, um, burnout, Mm. um, you know, burnout, Uh, can happen individually, and that's kind of what I was talking about, but an organization can get burnout by either a situation or stress or an event, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'd like to talk through the lens of uh, OD or HR, um, this topic that I think is often uh, taboo in many workplaces, and that's burnout. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So what do you think about that topic?
1: Actually, it's throwing me back to my early work long, long ago when I used to do burnout workshops and I had created a scale for what are the elements that tell you that you're
0: burned out. And I'm wishing I knew where it was. Um, well, let's start there. Cause I, I, I mean, I'll give you uh, at least some thoughts and then let's, let's build on it. Um, some conditions uh, or symptoms uh, first, I think many of the times when you're in burnout, you don't know you're in burnout. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So uh, there's a blind side uh, or a blind spot. Um, to me, it's it's there's stress and anxiety in just about any endeavor or challenge mm-hmm. or work. But if I think about burnout, it's the combination of that stress and anxiety being overwhelming mm-hmm overwhelming to the point where you kind of detach and get kind of paralyzed by it yeah um and you're not really sure what's going on
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: you know but there's a little bit of uh uh you know there's less fight and more flight but mm-hmm. it's it's this feeling powerless to solve or to be effective
1: um yeah really really stuck stuck that's a great yeah. word and- I can remember high level executives that were burned out. And it was a combination of, they were still being highly challenged, but they were bored. They were done. Yeah, they had just, it's a, you finally, there's a turn off button that happens. You
0: can only- a great at, way to put it.
1: You can uh, only stay at that one high level and it's not depression, it's um, yeah. tuning out.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: faking, faking that you're still doing your work, faking, comp, or you feel like you're incompetent and in faking your work.
0: Yes, you're showing up every day, but you're feeling really powerless. So and I, not
1: there and you're not there and, and your feet drag.
0: Yeah, well, you know, and I, I think another aspect of burnout um, and then we'll jump into. So what do you do about it? Um, is um, w- when you're in uh, a state of being burnout, instead of seeking help, you kind of do more self-help. So you try to jot yourself out of it because of, you know, so if you love jogging, you jog. Or if you like meditation, mm-hmm. you meditate, you find a diversion. Um, and, and, and in
1: some ways you hide.
0: You hide. I was going to say, because self-help I don't think is, the solution to to breaking the cycle of burnout. So I'm pretty bummed out so far. So (laughs) (laughs) looking at it through the lens of uh, HR and OD, what do you think is an an organizational response or uh, accountability to address a pretty pervasive uh, problem? Let the complaining begin. Amen, sister,
1: tell me more about that. Well, I think, um, in fact, my two daughters and I, every once in a while we get together and say, you want to (laughs) complain? Because we're really bothered and we take turns complaining about something specific. And at the end, we're laughing our heads off. But giving voice, inviting voice about the feeling of general malaise You know, it's really a low level depression. Yeah. Depression of engagement. So, giving it voice. So, managers, anybody with their team can say, We are in crazy times. I can sense that there's some low energy here. Let's, I want to hear what's driving you crazy. Or, you know, I can picture a lot of people not wanting to do that, but saying we're in um, a time of high demand without what you need is a sense of efficacy or agency that you can get something done. And so the other, so first of all, to say, ah, (laughs) I can't manage hybrid work. I can't get a grip on that person who's far away that person who's far away I don't think is doing work well and I don't know how to have a performance conversation or even to fire the guy because I feel like I would have to do that so I don't so I sit on it so um I leave home to face work and I'm leaving two kids I know I'm not doing many favors um so just to to say, and I don't, I'm I'm worried about whether we're gonna survive.
0: Yeah. I mean, hearing, I think you really nailed it, giving voice and facing it. And there's a sense of when giving voice isn't sitting in a vacuum. You're giving voice and talking to another person or a group uh, that makes you feel less isolated, less alone.
1: And one way you might put that is to draw a big circle on the ancient flip chart that I still adore (laughs) and say, we are living in an odd bubble, an odd atmosphere. Let's, and I think we forget it. So I want us to remember it. So we feel less crazy. Let's, what's in this atmosphere. Let's name it. That might be more OD way to do it.
0: Well, let me ask you this, and I, I, I have a thought, but I'd like to hear uh, your uh, reaction. When you get voice to something, just getting it out and exposing it where you can see it and face it uh, doesn't imply either the other person feeling the burden or weight to fix it.
1: No, you're just emptying.
0: Emptying. Okay. So it
1: could be a brain dump of complaints yeah. about the situation we're in. It is valid to give voice to the fact that we don't like it. Yeah. Um, I had something to say and it's gone. Anyhow, we'll come back to it. Um, Low affect. You can feel a dampened energy in people and in the organization. So finding completion or work done or you know it feels in burnout that it's so hard to make something happen that really matters so you've got to look demand that people notice what they're doing well say it say that too so in fact I would do the complaints and then I would immediately head to let's brag a little so
0: let me ask you this. Does, does... Our
1: points of pride. Remember, we did points of pride. Yeah. yeah. So what are your points of pride? My points are pride that I'm showing up while I'm worried about my husband's unemployment and my kids losing their reading level. I'm proud that, um, I don't know, um, that I managed to produce a good curriculum for XYZ. I wrote a program on the, you know that's going to help cover losses in produce uh i you know whatever look for progress look for points of pride and make them visible as much as the complaints because all of it's muted all of it's muted
0: yes In burnout you know i uh... I think about, uh, we've been talking about HR and OD from a diagnosis and how to intervene and, mm-hmm. and how to create uh, the safe space for the voice. If, if I think about leadership, uh, the implications on how to lead, it kind of takes me uh, to a client uh, just recently that said, solid performer, someone I could lean into, the team could lean into, and the last, six months, not there, absent, not hitting deadlines, uh, even sometimes deceiving. Uh, mm-hmm. And the question is, how do I approach it? And we went through a conversation where uh, they ultimately came up to their own solution, but it was not to treat it like a performance issue where you document everything that isn't happening mm-hmm. and then and then tell them they have to improve as opposed to, um, you know, here's the person that I have come to know and appreciate here's there's something going on and I see it but I'm curious how you see it so there was burnout underneath everything you know you could either hit it with a hammer of I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing you got to take care of it but opening it up as kind of a so what is going on
1: yeah it's like cleaning out the wound
0: yes and it, the outcome, the person got back to me, no surprise, said, I can't believe how well it went, you know? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, listen, listen, listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, how, about, how about you wanted to say something? I
1: was thinking how it's so in to have leaders be vulnerable and real and human and So I was wondering, as a top leader, a CEO, where do you complain that's okay, that liberates the organization instead and models that we can talk about the negative or where it needs to be private because it's too worrisome for the organization coming from their top leader with whether like it or not, you're
0: slightly in a parental role or certainly one of authority. I'll tell you, um, you're boring. Your eyes are just going right into my soul. Um, I was a C-suite leader uh, in a really excruciating uh, challenge and I was so burnt out and I didn't feel I had anywhere in the organization to go. Mm-hmm. If I went to my boss, we would very quickly move to exit plan. You know, mm-hmm. you've, you've got to leave. And in, in this instance, and I did work my way through it, I was lucky enough to have a coach mm-hmm. that I remember one day I went to their office and said, I don't want to have a regular coaching session. I just want to talk. hmm. Mm-hmm. and talk with moments of silence mm-hmm. uh, and you just said it 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 was my way of you know giving voice and yeah but I didn't feel organizationally I had anywhere to go right so I don't know where you go with that
1: well sometimes that's true and you do have to look outside but it's also the leaders role to create the atmosphere where it can be voiced. And I'll tell you, it's a really true thing that is a taboo that is changing. Most of the top leaders I worked with thought if you said it out loud, the negative, that it would ruin something. It was taboo. It was like, taboo is the right phrase. It was like, if we don't say it, it's not there. Yeah. And and the need to pump optimism into an organization is part of the demand on a leader. Not but it can't be fake.
0: <laughs> and that's you know, no, I I have I've been a part, and this is more organizational burnout, mm-hmm. human beings, but large groups. Yeah. The the leader putting word to that mm-hmm. and, and using the word we. Mm-hmm. you know we are in trauma we are yeah. Yeah. we're in you know that uh, we're that in a zone so yeah. I don't know if we've landed many planes but I, I I think it's important to talk about burnout um, we have people right
1: now that are fried yeah and so people are talking about they're desperate so allowing people at, well, if you, if uh, trusting people at home, at work, people need to get up and move.
0: Yeah. They,
1: yeah, they need to move. They take, need to take longer breaks. They need to have fun available. I remember when we did a workshop together and we created many, um, what's it called when a professor takes a break?
0: Oh, they, sabbatical. They go we sabbatical. Started,
1: yeah we and, and i'm just I gonna
0: say they go to the bathroom but <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we and you have to we ran a, a workshop that according to research if you do 90 minutes of work you need a half an hour break using your brain in a different way yes and so i almost would want to if with my team or group want to Make that mandatory. So we had at one point they had to work with clay. Another they we had various rehabilitative activities. They got cameras to go take pictures. They were went to the beach and made sandcastles, all the while going, "Oh, this is embarrassing," and coming back happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that a couple of keys is uh, recognize that it's happening and that it is pretty pervasive, particularly mm-hmm. in modern business and, uh, and to give space for it to have a voice. And uh, um, so I think that's pretty, that's pretty uh, powerful.
1: And don't listen to any solutions we might've said, ask them what helps in this time of such pressure and craziness and we still have to run our business, (laughs) so it's still high demand, what
0: helps? Okay, so um, I think this is the beginning of a good conversation. Hopefully, there have been some kind of eye-opening and and, uh, uh uh-huhs along the way for our listeners. Um, So any final words? You get the final word today, Joyce. You talk to us.
1: We would like to hear the shape of burnout in your organization and what you're doing about it, especially if you are an ODH person, HR person wanting to do bold work. What are you doing? What are your questions? what you wish you could share with others? and where do you what would you like to ask?
0: Yeah, and because
1: you need that.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I did say you get the final word, but I'm cheating a little bit. We all get burnout at different points and times in our lives. So, if you think you're immune from it, um, I have I have news for you: you're not. So, uh, you're
1: probably in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, take care. The whole point is take care of yourself as well. So, with that, say goodbye, Joyce. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe and even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others define the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce podcast until the next time be well and be safe